Welcome back, fellas. Um, did we get a Sunday pot out? Can't even remember. We did. Okay. Yeah, that's Over how. Panthers. I, yeah, that's how up to date I am. Um, quite a lot has come out since uh, that news dropped. That news dropped. That pod dropped. Sorry, sorry, fellas. Long day. I'm already. I'm already in a holiday mode. A lot's come out since that pod dropped. Um, in terms of Jerome Lua, Fenua Blake. Uh, so many stories. Um, so the last couple of weeks we've been running a method where you know I'll put things into number order and Jared will pick a number. It's like a little preschool game. Um, Jared suggested it because he likes little kids. Um, but <laughs> he's he's going to be doing it uh, in the reverse today. So I'll I'll be picking numbers and we'll be talking about subject. Um, yeah, but how are we going, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I'm excited to flip the switch. Make up the stories for the for the pod around the league. Yeah, no. At least right. I get to do something entertaining now. I don't just sit here and rattle off numbers. Exactly. Yeah. Good call. All right, so we got a lot to get through. Uh, a few of these topics, I'm gonna say we're gonna be talking for a lot longer than some of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, but we got nine. Uh, which speaks volumes as to how much has really come out since the last mm. pod. Like you said. Pick a number one to nine. Uh, five. Five. All right. Now, this is something that's been going around for the last last few days, and it started up because Jerome Luai posted on his story that he hadn't put pen to paper for the Tigers. It's a yep. ten day rule. <clears throat> yeah. What's your thoughts on it? Um, a lot of people don't don't like a rule. When it first is introduced anyways. So I'm not surprised that people are blowing up about it. I just don't think a lot of people understand it. Um, I think I think it's fine. I mean, does it really matter? But every single one we've seen so far, the team's just waived for 10 days. So yeah. going back to the Luai thing. So I've been, I've been doing a bit of research over the last couple of days. And the reason that it actually hasn't gone through yet is because the paperwork hasn't been submitted to the salary cap auditor which has to happen for the 10 days to commence. So Luai has told Penrith he's going to leave, has accepted a Tigers offer. The Tigers just need to put together the paperwork now to submit to the NRL. They'll review it. Then that 10 days starts. Then Penrith will waive the 10 days, which has already come out, and then Luai will be signed. So that will happen this week. Yeah, so the 10 days hasn't technically started yet. No, because they haven't... So, so what has to happen, right? So with the AFB thing, the Sharks would have come to terms with him. They would have agreed on terms... Fenua Blake would have told the Warriors um, and then the Sharks would have sent their contract in paper form um, to the NRL salary cap auditor who reviews it. He says it's all good. Fenua Blake signs off Then the Warriors waived, obviously waived the 10-day period. And yeah, so that deal's done. Um, so that's that's pretty much how it works. I mean, I, I saw Chamis tweet and I can pull it up. Um, just ref- just kind of giving a bit more of an explanation as to how the rule works. I think I think the the framework's actually relatively easy to understand. I think it's just more people are failing failing to wrap their head around. I, I guess just the, the the is it necessary? Yeah. Okay. See, I think in a lot of transfers, it's not really going to matter because a lot of the time, the club that the player was at before has told them how you can move on. Yep. So, of course, they're going to waive that 10-day right. 
But I think in the instances where it does happen, I think a lot of the argument is clubs can just kind of wait mm. to see what other teams offer. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, basically one-up that offer instead of, you know, actually like battling it out and then the player yeah. just decides yeah. based on what he's been offered from both clubs. Um, so what I've got here, I've actually got the... the um the clause here, it's called the last right of negotiation clause. And I think this is where people are getting confused because of the articles that Fox League and that are pushing out, which is in reference to the Bulldogs still having hope. Yeah. Now, this is how the clause works, right? So once once this contract gets submitted to the NRL, right, that 14 days starts between his incumbent club, so his current club, Yep. And the rival he's about to set, accept the offer for. Now, he doesn't have to reveal to Penrith or anyone what the terms are of that deal. It just has to be, I'm ready to accept an offer from the Tigers. No, oh, so he doesn't even have to tell them. He doesn't, they don't have to disclose oh, anything. So then, yeah. So, that, I think that... what I said. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people were worried about. Um, but yeah, it does say here. So in order to give effect to this clause, so first of all, I'll read you the definition. Yep. Um, every player must provide his incumbent club with a last right of negotiation for a 10-day period from the date of notice that the player has received an offer from a rival club and that offer has been submitted to the NRL that he is prepared to accept. So that that's what is currently happening. The Tigers haven't sent the official offer to the NRL yet. Okay. So it's been accepted by Luai and his management and by the Tigers. They're just putting together the final paperwork to send it to the NRL. Um, so it says, in order to give effect to this clause, the player must provide notice to his incumbent club that he has an offer that he will accept in 10 days' time, which can be waived. Uh, B, the club can then engage in contract negotiations with the player for a period of up to 10 days, or the club may waive its rights in writing. So it just has to say to the NRL they're right, um, waiving the 10-day period. Uh, C, the offer from the rival club must be an official offer and submitted to the NRL salary cap auditor. Uh, the offer must remain open for acceptance for a minimum of 14 days or for at least 48 hours beyond the expiry of the 10-day negotiation period. There is no requirement for the player to disclose the terms of the offer to his incumbent club. Uh, D, at the expiry of the 10 days, the player may sign or reject the offer from the rival club. So, so but it, 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 the Bulldogs' hope is that once once Penrith waive the ten days, Luai then rejects the Tigers' offer. Yes. Which why would he go to Penrith and say I'm about to accept this offer just for after the period to decline it? It's for clicks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's where their last ditch hope is. But the Tigers' offer is a better offer. They've they've gone I think 500k more from Penrith. Yeah, and than the Bulldogs in in totality. Like oh okay over in, to- yep. in total. Yep. Uh, I think the Bulldogs are at 5.5 over five years and the Tigers are at six. Um, but yeah, I, I doubt a player goes to their club and says, I'm about to accept this offer from this club than to just reject it. Yeah. All right. So long story short, once a player has agreed to a deal with another club, they have to let their club know. Mm-hmm. And then their club has 10 days to basically right convince them to stay. Yeah. Or just wave the ten days. If they're not gonna re sign them, just wave the ten days and, and the deal will go through. And I think in Penrith's case, like it's pretty obvious they're gonna wave those ten days. Yeah. Because they have been very um what's the word? Adamant. Adamant. That's the exact word I was looking for. Being very adamant that they don't have the salary cap to meet that kind of offer. Yeah. Um, so they're just gonna wave that. 
the one point. Remember the one point four million that was coming out of the CEO's mouth. Again, another. They they've done a lot wrong in this period of time, but yeah. So I don't think Luai is going to go to Penrith and disclose the fact he's going to sign with the Tigers, just to backflip on that once the ten days is waived to sign with the Dogs. So I think this is where Fox League is is getting their clicks from. That's the, the that is a hope, right? So there is a chance that that does happen. Yeah. But what's the likelihood of that? So I'm very likely, and I'm going to touch wood right now because I want him. Um. But I I guess I understand the rule. I just I don't understand why people are getting so jet up about it. I guess they they I, I understand the reasoning behind why people don't understand it, but. If you if if you didn't know about this rule, right, and and this thing had come out that Luai had agreed to the Tigers, and then a week later he was announced, would it really make a difference? Nah. See, I don't know how necessary it is, but I I do think like I don't really care that it, yeah. that it's a thing. If anything, it just adds a little bit more, like fuel to the fire mm-hmm. like for for journos and stuff they get more more stories this club's trying to stop him from going there even though he's agreed to a deal i i, I think it's good yeah i'm i'm pro the 10 day 10 day period yeah no it's it's fine all right we'll wrap it up there next number uh what i pick then five you just pick five um let's go with two Two, you're gonna love this one. Junior Tupo, mm. lovely, agrees to sign with the Dolphins from 2025 onwards. Oh, thanks. Um, now oh. we were talking him up pretty big, and when we're going through the Tigers team list, we said he for sure is in that center center wing kind of. He is is in the Tigers team. We yeah. can lock him in. Yeah. Now he's been let go. Do you think this has... Do you think it's a salary cap thing or you think they're just letting him go? Um, I just think they're, they're, they've they tried. They've been in negotiations with him for a few months, to my understanding. So you think Tubo just wanted out? I just think they... It had gotten to that point where they were just like, all right, we're not going to sit here and bid for you. We've made our offer. This is, what, this is as far as we'll go for as many years. If you can get a better offer, go accept it. I think... The retention of Staines is now actually very clutch. Yep. Because if that didn't happen, there's nothing. But now the fact you've got Stafford Toa, um, you've got you know Alex Lobb who's come over from the Dragons. You you got Luke Lau Lili'i, Lili'i. I still can't remember how to say it, but he's he's a younger player. He's 17, 16. He's coming through, and they reckon he'll debut on the wing if he is to debut. So there's still options. Yeah, there's still options. But I do think you're in the market very, for a winger. Yeah, Tupo is very yeah. promising though. Yeah, I agree. And I'd say him going to the Dolphins as well pretty much solidifies himself as a winger hmm. in the comp now. Not going to center, even though I think that'd be his best position. Yeah. Uh do we think he just walks in and takes takes that wing spot off Tessie New? Okay, that's a yes. Yes. All right, and. You think he plays plays all season for the Tigers this year? Uh, that'll be interesting. I think that will be interesting because I know. Well, we kind of seen from Benji like no spot is promised. Yeah. If he drops the ball in preseason, he's not gonna play. Yeah. So 
I'm quite interested to see how Benji picks his team. Um, but I would I would have him there, at least for round one, and see how he goes. Yeah, and just on the Dolphins side of things, I think they're starting to look real good. That back five is a little bit ridiculous. So young. It's so young, And, and then their pack, they've still got Gilbert, Flegler in there. They've got some promising young guys coming through. Oh. I think the Dolphins... Dolphins have built themselves a very good foundation for the future. And it's not it's not even a Wayne Bennett factor anymore either because 2025, he's not there. The the amount of player movement... You know what? I actually reckon Tupo's gone there because Christian Wolf's the Tonga coach. Yeah, okay. That's not a bad shout. Because they he played under... He played for Tonga yeah. this offseason. So maybe that was one of the big factors. But... Um, you can use recruiting him from there. Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, I think we'll see a lot more player movement out of the Tigers. I just think if you if you win the wooden spoon twice in a row, I don't think anyone's safe. Yeah, it's going to be a rebuild. Except Appy Corusio. Especially your whole board's just changed. Change of coach. And Buller. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just rattling off the untouchable people. Yep. There's probably like five people in that team who you're not giving up. And that's, personally, Buller... I'm not counting the wire anyone. I'm, right. I'm counting from the twenty twenty three season. Yep. Buller, Coruscant, Bateman, Stefano, uh, Pole. Okay. I'm not touching any of the rest. They're cool. Faletti, I don't count because he played one game. Did you say Stefano? Yes. Okay. Of course I heard Stefano. Beautiful. Um. Right. So, who are we talking about again? Junior Tupo. Junior Tupo, right. Sorry, I got lost up in all that Tigers talk. Um, yeah, I think he'll be a cracking signer for the Dolphins. I'm interested to see what the figures come out for the deal, but until then, I wish him all the best. He He's very promising, very promising. But I don't know. We... Hammer, Hammer, Osaka, Avarillo, Farmworth, Junior Tupo. Awesome. Could be a back five. Awesome. Could, could be one of the best back fives in the comp. It's pretty close. All right, we'll get into the next number. There's not much more to talk about there. Yep. So you picked um, five. So I picked five and I picked two. Yep. Uh, let's go eight. Eight. Where to now for the poor old Dragons? <laughs> They've just missed out on two major signings. I thought it was hilarious that... Three. Fight. Three. Three. Wellsby just extended. Oh, yeah, Saint I forgot. Too. Uh, they were blocking that anyway. Mm. So, Miss Down on Wellsby. I'm going to count Manu. There's no way Manu's going. Missed out on Dearden. And they've missed out on Adam <laughs> Put Blake. Blake. I thought it was hilarious that Flano came out and was like, I expect a decision by the end of the year. Next day. Something. I'm going to the Sharks. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I'll go to your biggest rivals. Yeah, it's not looking good down there. I do. I actually do think it's a blessing in disguise, though, the fact that he hasn't gone there for both sides. Okay. Because as soon as Ben Hunt goes, they're stuck with AFB on a million bucks a year. Yep. And what else? Exactly. Like, they're not going to win. They're not going to make the finals for the next three years. I don't years. think AFB was considering it, really. I think he would have considered it, but so once the Sharks came the Sharks in... Sharks can snap you up. Yeah, exactly. Once the Sharks came in, I thought... I, I, mean, I think we were saying the other day he's not going to go to the Sharks. Was, yeah, we thought there was no hope. Yeah, because somehow I, they've cleared enough cash space. Yeah, for him. well, I just definitely has he signed for unders or he's signed for. It, a, it a looks like under what the dragons are offering, yeah, but okay. it's about nine fifty, I think. Okay. To a million. Um, 
But yeah, I like the move for him. I think that's probably the best fit for him. I My whole point was, there's just going to be such a huge load on him now. Like, his, his work rate is going to have to step up a notch. I know it was great for the Warriors this I year. I it was massive at the Warriors as well. But though. it's going to have to go to another level. The Warriors had the pack. They had Tohu Harris, they had Jackson Ford, Nia Kore, Barnett. Then you had gun forwards off a bench. Yep. I, I, I don't mean to disrespect the Sharks pack, but you got Cam McInnes, which is fine. I I think he's got to start at lock next year. There's no excuse for that. Nikara is great. I reckon he's good, though. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah, which I don't agree with. I've voiced that. Um, Nikora, quality. But, yeah, I'd, I, I just don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Basically, he's going to be Rudolph's one of the... Rudolph's going to have to step up. I reckon Hazleton needs to have a bigger role. Mm. We'll see how it goes. Well, he's going to be one of the hardest working forwards in the comp, so he better get strapped to play 80 minutes every week. Yeah. I think it's a big signing for him, but we'll get into But, yeah, that. the Dragons. is The Dragons. They are struggling. Obviously, we heard the news about Junior Moan, but I don't know how official that is. Um, yeah, they're not in a good spot, poor Dragons. Well, well right now, they're only realistic target that they've kind of identified is Helam Lukey. I don't, I don't even I don't, think they'll get him. Neither, I don't either, but like basically everyone... But, but where do you go? Because they're going to re-sign Suli, apparently. I don't know, mate. They're in shambles. No one wants to go there because they're in shambles. The club has run horribly. They know Ben Hunt's going to leave probably at the end of next year, especially yeah. if things aren't going well at the Dragons. Um, I don't think they're a well-run club even outside of that. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think okay. it's going to be very, very difficult for the Dragons to recruit quality, quality players. I, I think they just got to go um, probably a little bit with the ti- the way the Tigers went about it. We kind of signed just average, decent players. I know they weren't great signings. Yep. Like, but then you wait till that kind of period where you can go Papali'i, Coruscant. Like, I wouldn't just be jumping at whoever's on the market now. Because once, once yeah, the no, big four left, once, well, actually, you know what? The Tigers did jump at whoever was on the market, but it turned out all right because they finally jumped on Appy Coruscant, who was yep. the best player on the market at the time. But, um, yeah, I I don't know, bro. I just think, I think there's a lot of issues with the Dragons. There's a lot of issues. And to me, I saw no point in signing for Noah Blake anyways when Ben Hunt's going to go next year or the year after. I don't like then you that's what I'm saying you're stuck with a 32 year old forward on a million bucks a year with what no one else he 32? he's 31 I think wow, okay. or 30 like he would have been around 31 32 yeah okay by the time he was off by by the time Ben Hump had left yep. so it's just like then you're just stuck with salary cap pressures again and you're not even going anywhere yep so I I think it's a little bit of a blessing in disguise but for me this is what I'm saying with these little quality signings. Like, Flanagan can't just bring in a star and expect the whole team to turn around. Yeah. Like, you've got to be smart. Because Fenua Blake would have been for 24. Uh, 25, sorry. Yep. Ben Hunt's not there in 25. This is what I'm trying to, sh- trying to stress. Ben Hunt is not there. So, you sign Joey Manu, Jack Wellsby. Jack Wellsby would be, like, thrown into an absolute horror show. If he gets to his first NRL competitive game with all the pressures on you, win us a game. Like, he's good, but he's coming from the Super League. He's got to adjust, and he's going to have people there to help him adjust. And then throwing all your eggs in the Dearden basket, he's an unproven half on his own. Like, I know he's got Townsend, who people say Townsend's shocking, but he still does a lot of the work behind the scenes. Yep. 
to put Dearden in the best position. Dearden doesn't play both sides of the rock. So I think I think doing this, the Tigers did it well because they signed a hooker. A hooker you can build around. So whoever the Dragons go for has to be a hooker. I'd be going I'd be throwing my eggs in the Jaden Braley basket and really hoping he can be healthy. At, at this point, here's what I'd do. And it's gonna it's gonna end up hurting them for the next few mm. years. Right, but I think they need a total roster clean out. I think keep some keep some cap space free for like when you said when yep. those big big players come onto the market, your Batemans, iPat, Carousel, and then go for them all at once. But for now, keep that cap space free. Clean out the players that don't want to be there or aren't yep. training hard, and just mm-hmm. pick guys who want to play for the club and want to be want to give it give it their all. You might yeah. get the spoon a year or two. You mm-hmm. might be nowhere near finals footy for the next three years or whatever. Yep. But at some point, those players are going to come onto the market and you can build around them with players that actually want to be at the club and are giving it their all every week. Yeah. I think you're spot on. I think that's the only way they can go. I think they need to start developing their systems. Just get that in order before you got an issue paying overs for a lot of people. Which a lot of people could say the same about Luai, you could say the same about Kikau, you could say the same about Crichton, but at the end of the day, like Luai and Crichton, I think where the Tigers and the Bulldogs are at, they need to take a gamble on that one big name to get them over the line. Yep. All right, move on. Move on. Next number. So what have I done? Two, five, eight. You got uh, one, three, four, six, seven, nine. One, three, four, six. Let's go one. Jerome Luai. Signs with the Tigers. We're not jinxing well, it, mate. He hasn't signed right, yet. We're not jinxing it, but let, let's, for for argument's sake, let's say this is this has been agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Massive signing for the West Tigers. Yep. I and still, bro. I still see people saying, "Is this the best signing in their history?" Bro, we just got Appy Chorus here. Yeah, no, I think Appy's definitely a better signing. Luai, it's gonna be. It is a bit of a risk, but I think it's one the Tigers had to take. I, mm. I'm 95% sure he's going to be the seven. Yeah, uh, so do I. For whatever reason, they decide Sullivan or Finu are going to be the seven or they extend C's or whatever's going to happen. I, I think he's going to be the seven. Yep. And he's going to have to be the primary playmaker. Now, a lot of people are saying that it's a lot of money to pay for someone who's unproven as the primary playmaker. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah, I I think it's something the Tigers just had they had to do it. Yeah. There's just no other yeah. seven that you'd want going onto the market. But you run in now with a spine of Buller, either Final or Sullivan, Luai and Coruscant. I think that's one of the better spines in the comp. It's just about that six. It really is. I think if Bud explodes this year you play him at seven though. And Luai at six? Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think I, mate. It would be one of the most unluckiest things of all time if one of Sullivan or Finu doesn't explode. One mm. of them's got to hit, mm. I think. And you pair that next to Luai, it's not like he's doing all the work in the halves. But I I was reading up last night about Luai's... Before Cleary... Cleary was still playing, but before Cleary was like, this level good. Luai led the league in try assists. His kick meters doubled to what he was this year. His touches were so much, so greater. 
All the way through, Everything. all the way through junior season seven without Cleary. Yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, they came up. Yeah, they came up through the same system, but they weren't the same teams. Not yeah, well, Luai anyway. is a year or two older than him, I think. Yep. Luai was the seven. He won New South Wales Cups. He won SG Balls. Won basically any anything he's ever been in. He's won. Yeah. Um, led Samoa to a World Cup final. I know we keep banging on about that, but he was the primary playmaker there. Mm-hmm. And he had, I'd argue, a worse spine than what the Tigers are going to be running into the season. Uh, you'd argue? No, it's it's like a 90, 99%. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah. So, I think you'll do a lot better than what some of these haters are saying. Mm. A lot better. Uh, that's my take on it. Um, I'll throw it over to you because you're a Tigers fan. I'm sure you have more, a more in-depth personal side of this like this is my team I'm gonna you know what I'm trying to say yeah as in like what my take on the what your take on the why for the Tigers I love it's it your club I I'll tell you why yeah, I love you it, it. insider's perspective I I didn't really I didn't really mind whether we got him or not um like I said if we if we didn't get him it was 1.2 million that we saved if we did get him, which I would have preferred that we got him, but again, you gotta find silver lining. He's got that character about him that I actually think he can lead a team. Yep. He's very confident. Nothing shakes his confidence. You saw him getting smashed after Origin, and he says, "All you idiots got work tomorrow." Everyone smashes him after that. Comes out, he's still like having having a laugh at the media. Like he's got that much confidence, and I I just. I know it's a lot of money, but he doesn't, to me, look like a player that will take the money and sit back. He actually looks hungry. Like I, I think, I actually think he's gonna explode. Well, I think he's been listening to all these. You can't do it without Cleary. Cleary. And then when and Ivan Cleary comes out and says he's never been a main half, yeah, he's never been a primary half. It's just a lie. He can't do that. Pretty much saying like he can't do that. It's, he's gonna want to, to prove him wrong. Yeah, and I think he will. Like, especially with Appy there, Appy's gonna make it so much easier. Yep. It's so much different to walk into that Tigers system and you got Jake Simpkins starting nine. Now, no disrespect, but we're talking about Appy Gorris out here. And let's not, let's not act like Appy doesn't help out with that game management side of things. Did you see Luke Brooks last year when Appy out put him in the right positions when they went yep. Brooks and Wakem for the first couple of games? It was a different beast. Like it was, they looked good. And you can't... Uh, you pe- put Luai people, in that situation. People are like, oh, well, he's with a game-managing seven. you telling me Wakeham was the difference. Yeah, he's not a game-managing seven either. He's not a game-managing seven. I I, I think... Scarus, yeah. I think if you go into this year, right? The thing is, you still got Caesar there. If you go into next season, right, after this year... Well, I'm saying this year is in 2024. If you go into 2024, go through that whole year, Bud and Latu don't convince you. Yep. You got a mutual option on Caesar for 25. Yep. Let it run. Take them both to reserve grade. Most expensive reserve grade halves pairing of all time. If you need to run Dewey. No. You don't reckon at all? He's a center. Shot? He's a center now. Okay. He's got to be a center because him him and Luai just wouldn't work at all. All right. So if if Bud or Latu don't convince you this year uh, in 2024, it's, yeah, you extend that mutual option to Caesar, you run it back with him at seven for a year. Yep. Not even a year, just to start off with Luai in the halves and then see where you go from there. Yeah. But I love it. 
I love it. I think he's just him and Appy. I'm um, him, Appy Buller. Like that's just one of the just take away if they make the eight or not. That's one of the more exciting spines in the comp to watch. I just, I reckon our attack, this is, this is Benji, like, the board is back in Benji now, everyone's all in on his plan, they're letting him do whatever he wants, Scott Fulton was the one driving for Fenua Blake, Benji wasn't really sold, Richardson comes in, says, do you want him or not, should we focus on our future, Benji, focus on our future, everyone backs him, so I don't know what's going to happen to Scott Fulton, um, I assume he stays there, it's one player that they didn't go after, they didn't want to pay a million bucks a season for him, so, um, but yeah, I think the whole club, the club as a whole, is just moving in the right direction. I think, I think Luai's going to explode. No bias. Like I actually think he's going to explode. I think this is the best fit for him too. I don't think going to the Bulldogs is a good fit, especially with Crichton trying to develop as a fullback, where you got Byrne trying to still develop as a half. Then you're going to have Luai, even though we've said like come through as a seven, he's still going to be trying to develop as a seven. Yeah. So you're going to have three developing players in your spine. I just don't think that's worth it. Yeah. I think for his for his sake, for his career, the Tigers is the best fit for him, apart from Pemrith, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's going to come out better than he is. I think he will be. I think, I, I think about he's about the same. No, I think he'd be better. Okay, I, I, my opinion is he'll come out and be rated about the same as he is now. But but he's underrated. Every, everybody's saying he's, he's underrated drop right now. Completely. Oh yeah, completely. So he's going to be people that don't have him in their top three, five, eights. I don't even know if I have him in his top. Really? Yeah. Who do you have above him? Munster. Ma'am. To me, it still goes Munster Luai. Fair enough. I mean, I'd probably... I'd have him top five easy. Yeah. But top three... After after this year, Ezra Ma'am, he won five-eighth of the year, so he's got to be there. Cam Munster, obviously, he's got to be there. Yeah, I'd probably have Luai third. Yeah, okay. Probably have Luai third. It's between him, Dill Brown, Dearden for third. Yep. That's my top five, but... Yep, I agree with you there. So... But, yeah, I think we'll make the 8 and 25. Don't stress about that. I'm going to wait and see what happens in the market. And I, I just want to see... I, I just want to see the announcement. I just want to see the announcement. I think there's a good chance. I think they'll make the 8 and 25. If not 24. If not 24, wow. Okay, Sp- speaking of if not 24, I know this isn't what you meant. You're saying the reports that... They're pushing they're for him out, for 25. They're coming out today. What, they're saying they're pushing for the release? Well, I think it's a big media show so because they're I. having a slow slow news day. I don't, but I don't think he's going. Lu- Luai hasn't shown up to training today. His head's not in it. All that kind of stuff. And there's calls for the Penrith Panthers that they need to get rid of Jerome Luai immediately because his head's not in the game and that they should trade him for Lachlan Galvin. They're not getting Galvin. 2024. They're not getting Galvin. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, but it's just dumb. No, but this is the out. thing, right? They've they've hooked themselves onto this one player, this Australian schoolboys winning, captaining player that they're just going to run with through everything, no matter who it is. Can they trade Galvin for AFB? Can they trade Galvin for Luai? Can they trade Galvin for Cam Munster? Can they trade him for Harry Grant? <laughs> He's not going to go anywhere. They're trying to develop him. He's not going to be a half because he's six foot three. The only six foot three successful halves have been Faletti Mateo and John Sutton. And at the end of the day, they still didn't play 5'8 eight eight yep. and a half for their whole career. So he's your lock. There you go. He's a, he's a back rower. Oh, he's a back rower. He's there got the go. frame That's of a back fine. rower. Ryan Madison came through as a six back rower. Now one of the most buff guys in the comp. Yep. Like there's so many players. Mitch Dunn from the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And shout out um, 
nothing but West Tigers on Twitter as well. They were they were showing this stuff as well. Like all these people come through as halves, but they're just not built to be halves. You can't Schuster's be that. Schuster's coming through. Schuster's not a half. Yeah, there you go. Second row. Exactly. So it's just, just not going to work. Like it, it's great to play half as you're a kid. Wait, Graham. I'm just throwing it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I was listening to someone talk the other day. I think it may have been. Well, I mean, we saw Jack Bird. He was a half in New South Wales Cup. He came through, played centre, then went to back row, and now a lock. Yep. But I'm trying to think, who was that thing I was listening to? Jack Bird was holding cup, by the way. That said, they basically played every position in the comp. Every position. Second row. Jack Bird would be close. James Fisher-Harris. Hey? Fisher-Harris Fisher or Leota. One of them played a bit of half. <laughs> That's crazy. I think. From memory. It may not have been that, but I'm pretty sure it was. Because they said, I've basically played every position. Was it well, them? Jack Bird has played basically every position. I know. Say except prop. But it's the only position he hasn't played. I who? who? It might have been Fisher-Harris. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, I think eventually Galvin will be a second row or a centre or something. I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll be a half. But yeah, I think it's a big media show. And I don't but think... The, but the mole's just running with this thing. No, it's not. Like, what? He's taking leave. Probably to get this deal over the line, then he'll be back. Yeah. Or exactly. whatever it is. No one even knows. He's come out it might like, not even have anything to do with the Tigers. You think he's going to come out and be like, sack winning a fourth comp in a row? Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm going well, to the Tigers. Yeah, now. well, apparently there I'm is... focusing on the Tigers. Apparently there is an issue with him and Ivan Cleary, which, again, could be just a media bust-up. I mean, understood. If, if there is, after... Mm. Everything that went down, but yeah, about yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna comment on that stuff because no one actually knows what's going on behind closed doors. The way Lewis spoke on their Instagram story, the more I let it kind of settle in with me, it just seemed like he's going to the Tigers. Like yep. he was like, "No pen to paper yet. I'll let you know when a deal's done." He didn't say, "I'm not going there. This is false." Yeah, exactly. He said, "There's he I just haven't no signed yet, and I'll let you know when the deal is done." Yep. So. Big media we'll block we'll for see. absolutely no reason. That's what they love to do. So, yeah. Still pushing the Bulldogs narrative, though. Don't worry about that. You know why they're still You know why they're still pushing the Bulldogs thing? Gus. Gus what? and Surreal, though. There you go. And Critter. Anyway. Radio, you got three, four, six, seven, and nine. Six, say that again. Three, four, six, seven, Three, nine. Three, four, six, seven, nine. Uh, let's go nine. Nine. This one's going to be an interesting one. I don't know if you would have would have heard this, but uh, Bronson Sherry. <sighs> what? I saw him in the paper the other day. Went on a podcast. Is this the Roger Fabry podcast, bro? Because he's on there every day. Oh, well, he's, he was on a podcast. I don't, I don't know which it is. Please tell me this is a Stephen Grind thing. No. Okay. He was talking about... Uh, his time while he was banned in the NRL and I want your opinion on whether you think the NRL went too far or this was deserved basically okay. he said his manager called him up and said that the only league that you will let you in currently just after he got banned is NFL so he was going to go over to NFL try it over there and the NRL basically said to him if you do that whenever you come back from the NRL your four years start then you can't, you can't like play any other professional sport. Well, that's fair enough, I think. And 
So this is the thing. So what's because I understand that because what's he getting punished for then? What do you mean? So he just so basically oh, can't play in the NRL. So yeah, playing the NRL make NFL makes zillions of dollars. Or good punishment. Like I don't think I think that's fine. All right. Second thing, second part of it. Yeah. Like I'm fifty fifty on that one. Okay. Uh he wasn't allowed to play in a Park Oztag league. Yeah, that's silly. At club level. I think that's like silly. just going down a hill's bulls. I can do that. That's the thing. I can do that. I understand the NFL thing because there would be proper facilities, national coverage. Yep. Getting paid good by if you're paying Oztag, you're paying to play. You're not getting paid to play. Yeah. That should be the whole suspension purpose. Yep. You're yeah, still so allowed yeah. to go and play. Like they're gonna ban him from taking a footy down in the park and kicking goals. I don't know. He, he said he signed up. He signed up to mm. play Oztag. Got there on the night. Uh, word got out. Apparently, like people are Bronson Cherries down here. Uh, this was the last year of his suspension as well. Yeah. So year, year year number three. Mm-hmm. Or no, year number four. Yeah. So literally the last year of his suspension, and he said that his lawyer called him up and said, "Just don't play." You could be breaching breaching uh, your suspension. Don't play at all. But did they know for sure that he was going to be breaching his yes. suspension? Okay. They did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand the Oztag thing. I understand the NFL one because okay. you've been banned for doping from sport. Why should you then go be able to play a professional sport? Yep. So I understand that. But... I don't understand the Oztag one. I think that's a bit dumb. Any average joke can go down there and play Oztag. Anyone I played against Oztag this season could have been on steroids. <laughs> that that would have died. No one would know. He's not on steroids, serving a ban. So what on earth is there any issue to that? I don't understand the Oztag one. The Oztag one's dumb. That just seems like that just seems so out of proportion. But I understand the NFL one. Alright, fair call. We got four more left. Three, four, six, and seven. Four. Four. This is going to be another shorter one. Ricky Short confirms Xavier Savage will get first crack at the Raiders fullback. Finally. Well, I don't understand <laughs> what on earth this whole season was for then. Neither do I. They just wasted a year. Because he was... It, he just wanted this Seb Chris thing. Average. But he just wanted this Seb Chris thing to be these Ricky trademark water genius. Mate, I like Seb Chris, but he was never going to succeed as a fullback. And we, we were backing him. And I thought he played some quite good games. We were backing him at centre. We were backing him. Yeah. To have like this crazy breakout year. Yep. With Savage at fullback. I never expected Savage to lose that spot. I thought he was very, very solid in 2023. 2022, sorry. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, he was a he was fullback of the team that, you know, went and beat Melbourne. In the semi-finals, basically brought them there. Mm. So, yeah, I, I don't know why he was dropped. He went back to cup and played wing in yep. cup as well. It's not like he's even playing fullback there, so he hasn't played fullback in quite a while. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was just dropped. He, he fractured his cheekbone or mm-hmm. jaw in uh trials, and then was never seen again at fullback. Played mm. a few games on the wing. Yeah, I, I think Ricky was just a bit silly with that, to be honest. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I think he definitely deserves to have that first shot. Well, I think they've gone. I don't think Chevy's ready yet. Chevy's not ready. I don't think Ko's ready to lead our team from fullback. Hobawati's probably not going to be there. Seb Chris isn't a fullback. We're going to have to bring Savage back. That's what it seems like to me. 
I think this will be a stopgap. Why stop wouldn't you? Year. He was actually great. I know. So, I think this will be like a stopgap year. Yeah. I don't reckon he's going to be there long term. At fullback, at least. Yeah, I don't know. I think they like Chebby. I just don't think he's ready yet either. But he gets first crack. That doesn't mean he's going to be the fullback for the whole year. Yeah. He gets first crack. So we'll see how it goes. I think Chebby's still a chance at a boo this year. Oh, yeah. I think he... Especially if... um. What's his name? If uh, Savage goes down with an injury of some yeah. sort. Oh, he's straight in. Chevy will be there. Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't trust Ricky. Ugh. What, what's he going to do, Nick Kotrick? Harley Smith-Shiller. Harley Smith-Shiller plays for the Titans. So oh, he does now too. Um, James Schiller. No, probably Seb Chris. You just go straight back there, bros. Well, see, if, Ri- if Ricky was... If I was Ricky, that's that's a better way to put it. Mm. It'd probably be KOX because he's not... My six at the start of the year. What? I'd if Savage went down, I'd probably. Go so you KO. think Strange is gonna be six? No, I think K will be the six. But if I'm Ricky, Strange would be my six. Bro, what? You're a tripper. Trip. Okay. You're a tripper, bro. Strange to boot at center. They're not just gonna whack him in at six. Like I'd rather K at six. Got too many centers now. They tried to develop him last year and. I mean, they, they put Savage to a wing for a year and then just whacking him back in a fullback. I don't understand. Raiders, you're in the shambles. Why you're in the put, mud. Why, why not do the same thing with uh, good old Ethan Strange? Raiders was Dragons for the spoon. Basically. Yeah. Pretty much. 100%. 110%. 112%. Alright. Well, in the end, they've made the right decision by giving Savage... Yeah, I, I give you credit for giving him that fullback spot back. It should never have happened in the first place. But yeah, but why did you take him out of it? to start with I understand he had an injury but like he should have gone straight back in yeah not to the wing in New South Wales Cup Seb Chris wasn't killing it at fullback yeah when he when Savage came back so yeah get Jared Croker surrounded game that's, uh, that's why they, he didn't play against the Tigers because he had to get his home 300 right. I loved if we beat him number 3 number 6 and number 7 7 speaking of Raiders Zach Hosking is that confirmed? Has agreed okay. to a deal. Yeah. So they're going to start that 10 days. With the Canberra Raiders. Does he jump straight into the starting team? Yes. I think yes. Whitehead can come off the bench. Oh. For his last season. Nah, Whitehead starts for his last season, doesn't he? I think so, but if, again... I would start again, Hosking. If I'm Ricky Stewart, I'm starting Hosking and bringing Whitehead off the bench. But White, but Whitehead's gonna start. He will. This is last year. He yeah. will. But I, I just don't think Whitehead has. That's fine. That, that just anymore. increases our chances of not winning the spoon. So I'm good. But yeah, I think I think this is a pretty good signing. I think everyone knew that the Canberra Raiders were after a second rower, yeah. number six, and basically everything else. Mm-hmm. Everyone was linked to Canberra, except why Jack Hosking. Why do you think they went for David Fafita six hundred times? Yeah, I know. They could, like literally they they. they Tried it four times in the last year. Yeah, they look pretty desperate, bro. They're thirsting after him. Yep. They're glazing him. Were they going for Lukey as well? Yeah, so that's and interesting that they've gone, they've gone Hosking now. Because well, they think, were going for Lukey. he just doesn't have a role. But, like he's no, better. but he it's, interesting. it's interesting because I think they would have had to get word that Lukey's not interested. Because why would you go out... Why would you stop pursuing someone like Lukey to go get Hosking, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just almost saying, oh, we're just going to give up. Well, there you go. There's worse news for the Dragons fans. Lukey's not interested in moving. No, I just think it's either between the Dragons or the Cowboys. 
They would have told the Raiders I'm Fair not cool. interested. Fair call. Because so he toured their facilities, didn't he? Yeah, Dragons. Mm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so oh, we'll see. So I still don't think he leaves the cows. How, how, how good of a signing do you reckon this will be for him? I think it would be good. He's a typical Raiders type of player, but yeah. I don't think he pushes them any further than where they are at the moment. Yeah. I think Hudson Young and Zach Hosking for the next few years is a... Yeah, it's nice. It's very nice, pairing. but they got to have the halves to utilise them. Yep. And they got Fogarty, well, who man. I think is quite good. KO, we still got to see. Yep. Strange, we still got to see too. Yeah. <laughs> Probably see Savage at seven within the next couple of weeks too. So, there we go. Three and six... To finish it off. Uh, three. Adam Fenua Blake. Should Big story three today. Last. Joins the Cronulla Sharks. Great pickup. I look the money. But the player, beautiful pickup. I think it is probably the perfect signing for them. I think it's a great signing that Dosh is what is looking me dead in the eye. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, I think this makes it obvious why they're getting rid of, you know, Tracy and all those guys freeing up yeah. Cap. Well, we remember, remember we were laughing. to the most ridiculous deal of all time. Remember that's we were helped. laughing? Yeah, we, we were. were like, oh, yeah, because they're going to get in the chase for AFB. They just made that up. Now they signed it him. Well, signed it. Now, now signed that him. Now that we're, like, now that I think about it, yeah. well, when we were saying all that stuff, Tracy hadn't left yet. That's so 500k. Wade Graham's just retired. Finucan, I don't even know how that deal comes about. If it's real, like no, nothing else has said that that's real. I don't know where you even heard that. What do you mean? The Finucan. There's been like so many articles that have come out saying he's dropping significantly. Yeah, right. After this season, maybe he's gonna do some busking at the local Woolies with his ukulele. <laughs> To earn the extra cash. Who knows? But, um, yeah, Graham just retired. Boylan's just um, left. I don't know how much they were on, but I'd assume that would free up a few hundred, hundred thousand. So, yeah, I think they're doing all this just to free up for Adam Fanil Black, which is exactly the type of player I wanted them to sign. Mm. I would argue, now you might disagree with me, but I would argue the way their team is looking in 2025, their premiership. Breaks. I agree. They need I, to sort out a I, six. I think they could almost, maybe outside, I reckon they'd be up there with Broncos and Penrith. Because mm-hmm. Penrith are going to have a massive gap to fill at six as well. They might they lose need a to few sort, other guys. But they still need to sort a few things out. And they sort those edges out, which is Iro in, please. They need to sort their halves out, because I don't know if Trindle and Hines going forward... It's the right combination. I think Hines is six and Trindle is seven. I know people say, oh, but it's just the numbers. No, trust me. The way that the six and the seven play in that system would change <clears throat> change the way the Sharks play. They need to be healthy. Uh, they need to find specific roles for people and stop having everyone just floating around the park. And they need to just be consistent and sort their defensive the defense out. Because I don't think AFB necessarily I think fixes change it. That, change that left edge, the defense is fine. Yeah, but it depends how Talakai. Talakai is a good defender, but he's just slow laterally. So if you stick him one more position inside into that back row, he's fine. And it wasn't. It wasn't even like 
that he was bad defensively. And they just weren't working. But you, you stick Moylan and Teague Wilton on his edge. Yeah. He's going to have to come in a lot more than he'd need to. And therefore, even though he is slower, he's going to get burnt a lot more times on that outside yeah. because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... I, I could almost make an argument to say that they'd be premiership favourites. If Penrith run in, if Penrith run in with Jack Cole, a little bit of a development development year, I know they're still going to be very, very good, but I reckon the Sharks could rival that. I think the Broncos may just be a little bit ahead, but I could make an argument I think, for it. I think the Tigers are better than them, so it's calm. Fair. All right. That, I don't know how to respond to that. Tigers top four, 2025, book yeah. it. Anyway, yeah, I think Sharks... Oh, I can't wait till the season starts. I think when the Sharks came in with an offer... Yep. Adam Fenua Blake went, thank you. Thank I'm, you, I, I did not want to go to three of those <laughs> poverty clubs. <laughs> Pretty much. And, and Except the Tigers, 2025 well. premiums. It's like it was down at like 700, he's 950-ish mm. or thereabouts. I don't think the details have come out completely, but it's no, around that number. Yeah, it will be. Uh, yeah, um... The other question is, are the Warriors getting anything in return? Well, that's what I was just about to ask you. Who they want, but I don't think they will. I think they might go for... I reckon a third team will come in, actually. And I think the Warriors... Three-team trade. Yeah. Has that been done in the history of the NFL? I don't think so, but I think there will be a third team because I don't think the Warriors want anything that Sharks have. I think they could take a Hamlin Yeah, but What? He wants to go back home, I heard. Uh, bro, you didn't hear that. You don't have sources. Um, I think a third team will come in, and I think the Sharks will offload someone like Wilton. They're going to have to go big, because they don't have a choice. If I'm Cronulla, I don't mind offloading T. Wilton. So I think they offload him somewhere. Bring a Jack Williams. To someone... Yeah, Beautiful. to someone with a, a clog of forwards or something that the Warriors want. And I think you go from there. Yeah. See what you can get. I don't mind that. The other other side of this story is if Johnson does only have one, one more year yeah. left in him. The Warriors are mud. Does that mean the Warriors premiership windows this year and that's it? Yes. It got, <laughs> got one year I'd even argue it was, it was 2023. <laughs> You ain't got no chance next year. I promise you, you're not winning next year. They got next year to get it done. They're, They're not winning next year. They brought RTS in. You missed the magical year, cuz. You missed the magical Sean year. Sean Johnson needs to have another year. It's Adam Fanua Blake's last year. Do you reckon Torhu Harris just retires after them? If Fanua Blake and He's Johnson just extended. Go, oh, he did too. Uh, Fire, these guys are dope. I'm joking, bro. But, um... So, yeah, they got one year. To do it. I don't even know if they got one year. They got six months. <laughs> if they're sitting anywhere around seventh to tenth at the halfway through the season, you're done. You may as well just send AFB off early. Tell Johnson go kick your boots up in bloody Santorini, brother, because you can go enjoy Cancun. I so, think they don't have long. So when Torhu and who else went over to? It's RTS the, versus the world, bro. Huh? RTS. What's that? You know that story that's come out where RTS asked Torhu Harrison something if anything's going on and they like looked at each other and were like, yeah, something's brewing here and that's why he came back? No, I haven't heard that. You haven't heard that? But I would have cringed. I've seen it like five times. I would have cringed. RTS was like, oh, Torhu and I don't remember the other player were yeah. over here. It has to be SJ. talking to me about the Warriors 
And they just looked at each other and said, yeah, man, we've got something here. And that's why he came back. It would have been SJ. I don't think it was. I would have remembered if it was Sean Johnson. Let me look this up. RT- I need to find so it. RTS on why he came back to the Warriors. Yeah. Do that. And it'll come up. Because, yeah. I don't know how that's worked. Because Adam Finnell Black's gone and Johnson's probably retiring at the end of the year. I mean, I'm not 100... There's nothing confirmed that Johnson's retiring, but, like, he posted on his Instagram saying... Bro, he's gone. You found the story? Hang on. So, the coffee made up that lured RTS back to the Warriors. Yeah, that'll be it. Apparently, it's Andrew Webster. Oh, it's Webster and Torhu. Hang on. Webster said, Rog, we're going to be a team that competes, going to be a team that turns up for each other. I go, Webby, I've heard this before. Tell me what's different. Tohu Harrison, Jazz Tavanga. There you go. Those are two. I was going to say Tom Arlo, but no, Jazz Tavanga, Tohu. Poor Warriors fans, man. Oh, up the was, up the was. Tiger's going to win a comp for you, bruh. With two semi-decent years, and then they're just going to drop. Up the was, up the was. Tiger's going to win a comp for you, bros. Sorry. But 2025, you guys will have no AFB. 2024, you have no Prems. And then we're, it's swooping season. Then we're in. Then that's it. We're with the next four. So, yeah, you better snap some up while you can, boys. Because your team's getting old. I don't think people understand that the Warriors team's actually quite old. Yep. So, once RTS, SJ, AFB, all of them go, you're stuck with... you got Wade Egan against the world. Same game. RTS is... C&K are waiting and they're going to take, up the, take on the entire comp. Yeah, strap in Warriors fans. After a while, though. After a while. Alright, last story of the day. Tom Dearden extends... Resigns with the Cowboys. Great move for him, for his career. People were saying, he wants to go play seven. Okay. Go play seven and, and go poo. Because you're six. Well, how about go play seven when Chad Townsend retires? Yeah, like, you, just stay at the Cowboys. Sorry, I didn't mean that he'd be poo as a seven. I'm sure he'd be fine as a seven. But, like, it's going to be poo because you're going to sign for someone who needs a seven and you're going to be in the exact same position you were at the Broncos where all the pressure's on you and if you don't perform, everyone's going to be like, oh, this time didn't go, what's all the hype about? But the difference is this time you're on one million. So you probably didn't want to do that. How much did he sign for? Is it, is no clue. I'd say 800. Yeah, I'd yeah say 800. around that so yeah. there's a conversation about is Luai worth 400,000 more than Tom Dean? Yes. I don't think so. I can. T- I reckon they're both worth about the same amount. Well, one's playing seven, so. One, fair play. One three comes, but like. True. Okay, I'll take it back. Origin half. Yeah, definitely worth it. Tigers aren't overpaying. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, Maybe, well, like 100k, but it's not too Yeah, much. probably 100 no, It's not too bad. Dearden, great move. I think Townsend moves on at the end of the year. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how he gels with Jake Clifford. I've got no idea how that's going to go because Clifford's a one year deal. I think he's going to. Surely they're, like, trying to get him to be the seven. Yeah, you'd think so. Do you see anybody know. else on the market moving to far north Queensland? Joe Peasant. He's not moving to far north Queensland. <laughs> Jonah Bezit. They, no, they got Duffy coming through, don't they? Tomorrow, Martin, possibly. What about Connor Watson? What about Willsby? What about Lewis Dodd? 
I'm not saying they wouldn't be good signings for them, but they're not. No, I, 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 I think, I think they're, they're planning for Duffy. Okay, I don't mind that either. I think they that Why could is be Clifford nice. Back here then, Clifford, go back to the Super League. Clifford's Clifford. <laughs> Clifford's trying trick. to try his hand back. He's got one new deal to prove himself. The Cowboys have been smart. If he comes in and, and he's poopy, Why then he can go back wait? to the Super League. He was one of the best. Brad Schneider's back. Apparently, he's going to be one of the great utilities all time. So, like, they're just going to give him one new deal. I just want Bev French to come back. Let's do the Tigers and bring him back on the wing. I can already see it. Oh, mate. I brought back Blake Austin, remember? Bro, <laughs> don't even refresh my mind on that clickbait article. <laughs> Central Coast Tigers. Tigers. The entrance back, Tigers. Tigers bring back Blake Austin. The Austin. entrance Tigers. What? What's he going to I was like, what? What on earth? <laughs> the entrance <laughs> Tigers. <laughs> Dopey doors, mate. Seriously. Right, so, Cowboys. Why are we in the media? Foxtel, reach out. Channel 9, reach out. Help us, Colin. Help us. Cowboys, you got your man. You Good have job. retained your man, yes. Now retain him and Lukey, please. I've been backing him. I don't want him to move clubs. I like him on the Cowboys. Molly hearing Dragons were very confident of getting Cat. AFB. Cat. Molly doesn't hear much, unfortunately. He, to be uh, fair, that could be true. They seem to be confident. What about the Luai and Galvin swap? For, for, for Galvin and Clemmer. I thought it would work. <laughs> hey, AFB, make a decision by Boxing Day, mate. Okay, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm going to Sharks. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, hey, I didn't mean it. Joey Manu. <laughs> Joey, please. Joey, please. Joey, I know I've asked you twice already, but I'm desperate now. Joey, please. Joey. <laughs> Mate, this guy's going to be having some sad times right now. <laughs> like, what does he do now? Bro, he's at the end of the day. He's, he's come in thinking, okay, I can get this star, I can get this star, and get my coaching ready? career back up. But no, now he's got to go into a full... Five-year rebuild. Next Flano interview on the radio. <clears throat> yeah, I'm really keen on Jake Granville. He can come in. He can have the captaincy. He can have whatever he wants. But these are the type of players you want to target. Jake Granville, soon. You can be halfback, cuz. You can be fullback. Remember when you played fullback for the Cowboys around 200 metres? I want that. You can have whatever you want. Listen, I hear there's a logjam of halves at the Tigers. Lachlan Galvin. I'm right here. If you're listening... You can have a cap and see. Hang on, we've got a caller on the show. Oh, it's Lockie Galvin. Flano, I'm not coming anywhere near your club, son. Hangs up the phone. Says I'm a Tiger for life. And says we're going to win the Comp 2025. <laughs> I, I already seen it. I saw it. Just turn him into a lock, mate. Have In other news, Nofaluma's apparently got Super League suitors, so I think we'll see him there sooner <laughs> oh, or later. Yeah, someone did say after the... Uh, and Tristan Saylor's gone. Lee yeah, Leopards. I saw that. I saw that. I just didn't want you to... You that zesty another, jersey. Another Have you seen that zesty jersey? No. The leopard face on the front of it? No. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's the worst jersey I've ever seen. Search it up. Lee Leopards jersey. Right. See, it is the worst jersey I've seen in the history of my life. Any sport. Really? Yes. Look at it. It's zesty, bro. It's zesty. Okay, hang on. Lee, was their home jersey or what? Lee Leopard's leopard jersey. Oh, bro, I want to see if it goes up. It's horrendous. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> what? Oh yeah, boys. We're going to be rocking that one for 2024. Oh, I'm buying you that, mate. Bro, I, I promise you, I'm I, will, you that for Christmas. I will light it in front of your face. I'm going to get you up. That is a disgrace of fabric. <laughs> boys, I've got the design. I was going to say, do you remember the manly yellow jersey? I remember the Knights one. They look like Harry High Pants. They still got it. <laughs> With the where they have the mining bit and they got the blue at the bottom yeah. and it cuts into the shorts and it looks like their shorts are super high. Oh, that is horrific. But who I'll tell you, talk about high. Whoever made that Lee Leopards jersey was high. That's just some garbage, bro. Some garbage. <laughs> Alright. Oh, no. Are we are we good? Yeah. Alright. Well this is this gonna Ooh, we might get one out before Christmas, you know. I'm going to the Goldie on the first. Oh, I should, probably shouldn't have said that anyways. I'll be there. I'll be in Byron Bay from the 27th I'll be at, to um, the 1st. Please, go to So basically, you. you're running the podcast between uh, I actually Boxing won't. Day and New Year's, and I'll do it from New Year's onwards. Thank you. Oh, sure thing, pal. Sure thing. We're going to have to be doing some individual season reviews, so... Individual season. Uh, that's not happening. No that's way. Not, that's not, not happening. We've got like four teams left. Four or five teams left. We don't need to be doing that. Yeah, anyway, guys, we'll be year. back posting on the first. Jared, back. not me. I won't be posting, bro. I've got stuff to do. I'm coming back early in preseason. Because we're committed to you guys. It's our time, bro. It's our time. Trust. Next year, we're going to gain gain some massive Next year, when we're at 50k, it's coming We'll remember you. NQ Cowboys news, bro. I remember you, okay? Just know that. Know that. All right. I think that's us. Is that us? That's us. This guy just looks at me every time I say that, bro. It's like, come on, give me an answer. By the way, this guy got locked out. He locked himself out of his house before. Like, honestly. No, you boys want to know what? I'll tell you what happened. Walked out. Uh, no, no, no. <sighs> I'll tell you what happened. All right? So, my mum calls me. Well, actually... I call my mum. She asked me to lock the garage on my way out. And I'm like, you have the key for that, mate. And she's like, no, I just locked it inside. So while I'm talking to my mum about locking the garage, I've picked up picked up everything to leave. And I'm talk, like trying to figure out what I'm supposed to, what, what, what she wants me to do. And instead of picking up my car keys, I've actually picked up my Xbox controller and just walked out and locked the house up. Like from the inside, closed the door. And then made this guy come, come and give me the keys to my house. Dopey guy. Dopey guy. Alright. Anyways, let that simmer. Let that sink in. We will catch you for a Sunday pod. Don't know when it's going to be recorded. It might be recorded whenever, but I can't tell you that. Don't read the fire print. Don't read the blueprint. Don't listen to me. Uh, stay blessed. Have a Merry Christmas. And we'll see you guys later.